Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Absolutely fascinating to see following the story of the ICC. We know, of course, South Africa pushing very, very hard to take Israel, to take Netanyahu in particular, to the International Criminal Court. But now we have seen that the ICC themselves have visited Israel and uh, visibly, visibly shaken, I think, by what he has seen. That's Karim Khan. He has finished his first visit to Israel and to the West Bank. We are joined this morning by Daniel Elof. He is the director at Hunter Space. Daniel, very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you? Uh, fine, thank you, Howard. Lovely to be here again. Great to chat to you. So it, it's interesting to see. I, I was shocked to see that this is actually his first trip to Israel. Uh, sorry, Howard, can you just repeat that? I said I was quite shocked to see that this is his first trip to the country. Oh, yes, yeah, you, you would have thought that uh, similar trips have happened previously. Mm. But, uh, you know, uh, when... When the iron's hot, the, the ICC tends to try to grab publicity as it can. Ah, so is this about publicity? There well, I was. Well, I, I was so it, naive. I was thinking that this is about justice for uh, justice for civilians around the world. You know, like the ones meted out for for civilians in Syria. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's the point. Is you, you'd think uh, that that's how it's supposed to go, but unfortunately, the the issue is the ICC is a rather toothless organization, unfortunately. I mean, it, it really boils down to the, the age-old discussion about uh, international law and what it really can achieve. The, the point is, you know, they, they went, there, went there with glitz and glam and a media team to, to show everything that's happening there. But when it actually gets down to, you know, the nuts and bolts of a prosecution on the international level, um, we, you know, what can the ICC really do? It's, it's basically the comparison I always use in terms of international law and the ICC's mandate and function. It's, it's like having a court without having a police force to actually enforce what the court wants to do. So, so what does that mean? The, does that mean they, they've really got no way to enforce what they find? Yes, I mean, well, that's the point sort of of international law is it's only as enforceable as our people are willing to submit to it, right? So they can write reports and they can conduct investigations and they can condemn. Um, but, but how do they actually ensure, you know, tangible, real justice? How do they really arrest and prosecute, uh, um, you know, the, the perpetrators of war crimes? Mm -hmm. The point is it, it doesn't happen. I mean... Um, the, the only instances where it really happens is where there's sort of really unambiguous, clear-cut atrocities that have taken place, and that's only a handful of them, right? There are many that, you know, that just go un unprosecuted and uninvestigated and just sort of remain in the dustbins of history. And why is that? Is that because you don't have agendas of people like, let's say, South Africa who are pushing for the ICC to, uh, to do some of their work? Or is it, how does it work? Does the, can the ICC investigate whatever it wants to? Yeah, so, so they, they basically have two mechanisms to conduct investigations in terms of their statute. So the one is through complaints received from the public. So we can go and submit a complaint to to the ICC and, you know, substantiate it and 
request them to investigate, but then they also have the discretion to do it out of you know their own. So they they are they're allowed to commence investigations um, uh, where, where they deem fit. So there sort of comes in the question of of may, maybe there might be bias, you know certain investigations they conduct and others they don't. But they do receive, I mean, a copious amount of, of complaints, obviously. I mean, um, it's, it's a very public body. It's an mm. easily accessible body. Um, so I, I know that they, they're quite well known to be actually inundated with requests for investigations, and they simply don't have the resources to conduct all those investigations, unfortunately. Do, do they have any real successes under their belt? Yes, I mean, they, they certainly have in the past, right? So, so, um, I mean, probably some of the more famous ones have to do uh, with, with the Holocaust and that, but that was almost what, mm. 60, 70 years ago mm. when they mm. had a lot of those, um, those investigations. So there have been some successes. I, I guess the question or the issue with the, the IC in our contemporary world is, as with a lot of things in the world, is we, we really do have a very polarized society internationally as well, as we see with this conflict. Um, and and that leads to the IEC, I think, being rather ineffective. They 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 don't have that clear mandate from, let's say, the world stage and all its actors to do the work that it's supposed to do. Um, so, but but that being said, there have been success, successes. There there've been more recent investigations and prosecutions which have gone well. But the the issue, I think. And this is speaking, not legally speaking, but just from a public relations perspective, is when you have an entity that uh, only has the capacity to prosecute certain, you know, crimes and issues, you'll always be confronted with that question where people say, but why are you being so selective? Why this conflict and mm, not another? Mm, why mm. this particular uh, um, war and not others? And w whether that's because of bias or, um, you know, whatever, that might be the case. But if, if it really is just about resources, you're going to have that inevitably. So what do we know about this recent trip to Israel? What's been uh, what, what's publicly known now about it? Well, so, so they, they the ICC released a rather thorough press statement yesterday saying that um, Karim Khan was there and he concluded his visit. Um, I, I mean, it's interesting to see some of the wording that, that he used. Um, uh, in, I, in some way, it's rather balanced, but in others, uh, you know, referring to the state of Palestine has a sort of political mm, um, mm. tone to it already, and, and it, it sort of uh, does show a little bit of your, your bias, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems rather rather balanced. They say that they're going to investigate, um, per, you know, transgressions of international law on both sides, as they refer to it. Um, what was interesting is Khan specifically, and he started his, his a lot of his interviews by saying what happened on October the 7th this year was atrocious, which I, 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 to me, I appreciated that, that that was sort of the position he was speaking from, not, you know, just trying to justify the actions that followed the 7th of October. But we'll see what was going to happen. Um, my view is nothing soon, um, as, as things tend to be with the ICC. Um, but, I, I mean, again, the, the fact that an international body is there, they're investigating or at least saying that they're going to investigate, that probably does have some symbolic value. Yeah, I would imagine that it does. Can they now, or would they naturally wait until the end of this particular round of conflict, or would they continue even during this time? Not necessarily. They'll, they'll probably continue during this time, but there's a call that they'll have to make and to say, well, 
we will investigate um, crimes from this date until whatever date. Because, as we know, and, and I think that's the unfortunate reality, this is not a conflict which is going to be like, you know, a very traditional type of war where there's a very clear end to the conflict, in my view. I think that's the unfortunate reality of, of that region. Um, so I think the ICC will have to say at some point, OK, well, this is what we're going to investigate. This is our scope. And then just get at it. Mm. Very, very interesting and uh, amazing that at least he went and saw for himself what the reality on the ground is. The question is what, if anything, this will translate to Daniel Eloff, director at Hunter Space, talking to us this morning about the fact that the head prosecutor for the ICC visited Israel and the West Bank and spoke about bringing charges against Hamas as well, especially by breaking the, uh, the ceasefire, in fact, that existed on October the 6th.